notification. You hear that? That's your notification for a new episode of The Love Fix with your hosts, Uncle Miggy and Hot Mama, the brother-sister duo that covers sex, dating, and all things in between. We're not your therapists. But after spilling the tea from your latest date, we'll leave you feeling validated. So find your sweet spot and get ready to treat yourself to some good sexual healing. Hey, we're back with another episode of The Love Fix. This is episode three. We got a hot mama in the house, one of your hosts, and the other. Who who, who are you? The other, Uncle Mickey. I'm back. Hi. My biggest brother. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? I am extremely well today. Thank you. Um, how are you? I'm good. I um I feel like I've just been like back and back to back like usual. Um, had a nice day today and was looking forward to uh, catching up with you. Cool. Hey, yeah. I just want to say that I am so proud of us. This is our third episode now. Yes. And we're figuring out all the things, the microphones, the tech issues, <laughs> Wi-Fi, all those things. I think that we're onto something. We're really doing the damn thing. I'm trying. I'm proud of you. Oh, <laughs> but uh, to, uh jump into it right um Let's do it. we wanted to touch bases on uh that that bonus episode we mentioned um the the term pansexual yes and okay so how it came up is we were we were interviewing each other we both learned that we each identify as pansexual uh which is cool hmm. and then we didn't really go into like what that means uh, I think there might be some listeners out there that haven't heard that term before. Um, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And then we'll hop into um, catching up with uh, Stan the Gay Man. Yeah, because we got a super duper treat for that as well. But, uh, <laughs> rolling back to the pansexual, um, I thought it was interesting because, um, like I mentioned in the bonus episode, I was really surprised to hear that. Like, I've always just thought that you identified as like, gay right like yeah and um to hear like pansexual I was like <laughs> when uh when uh when daddy was editing he was like um you did not ask him that and I was <laughs> 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 you remember I was like you get down on some pussy <laughs> <laughs> well and so I think that that's different and I wanted you to explain kind of right like what does that mean for you like what does pansexual mean for you yeah I, I think that let, let's start from the uh for me uh, it means that I'm open to like uh, romantic or sexual relationships with people, uh, no matter their gender. Um, and I, when I was talking with um, with my partner, I'll call him Mr. T now. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to Mr. T and he was like, really? Like, that's how you identify? And he was he didn't really believe that I was uh, open to all genders. And I was like, OK, well, maybe I'm not. Um, but I am open to some. And, and so um, I just didn't have a word for like what, like that close, like exactly what I feel. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like I'm really attracted to uh, like three different types of people. Uh, I'm, I, I like guys. So that's the, like, right. The men, cisgendered men, like somebody that was born uh, as a man. And then um, th sometimes I'm attracted to women, uh, not as often, but like sometimes every now and then I get a little bit nervous and like turned on by by the ladies. And then and then um, more recently in the last couple of years, I learned that I was also attracted to uh, trans men. Um, and so that's uh, 
a woman that was um, that transitioned to um, to be a man. And so those are three different genders that I am romantically and sexually attracted to. And so not all genders, but those are the three. And so since and then Mr. T was saying, well, there's only three. And so, like, what do you call that? Like, what? It's not pansexual. It's not everybody. I was like, okay, well, there's three. So then I'll I'll fucking call it trisexual. I'm <laughs> trisexual. I like that though. I like how you coined your own term. Yeah, I mean, like, there there's not really a word for it yet, and I think pansexual is a new word for people. So that's why we're talking about it, and uh, and that feels like something that like I can connect to. Like, I can call myself trisexual. <laughs> Um, you're going to put that on your grinder profile. <laughs> no, I don't have one. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, you got that definition of uh, pansexual, what the Google says, right? Yes, the Google. Okay, the Google says that a pansexual is an adjective that uh, is a person that's sexually or romantic- romantically attracted to people regardless of their sex or gender. And then I like the um, the sentence for the noun a pansexual person the bodybuilder identifies as a pansexual (laughs) (laughs) Um, so so yeah and and so that's that's what it means in google and then that's what it means for me cool so i identify more with what the definition in the google says because um I think that like, as long as there's that vibe, it really doesn't matter um, what a person was born with or without or whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think that I could be um, romantically and sexually attracted to um, just about a lot of motherfuckers. Get it, sister. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're uh, learning more and more how related we are. and it feels really nice to be able to talk with you about these things too I agree I think that it's um really affirming in who I am because I think really highly of you just so you know like I think that you are an amazing person and when I find out that I'm like you know have things in common with you or like can even talk to you about some things that I think are fucked up about myself like it just makes me feel really good oh sister that's not fucked up I know. I just don't I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Say it louder for the motherfuckers in the back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they already heard you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That is that's okay. enough. Maybe we okay. should um we should start having our star here, huh? What do you think? I, I think so too. We have a lot to talk about with him. It's been a couple of weeks. Stan. Hey yo. <laughs> He's like, hey. How's it hanging? It's good. Like listening to you guys talk, I'm just thinking like your audience doesn't know how cute you guys both are. I'm <laughs> really missing out on the visuals. W- will you describe for them how like how cute we are? <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> you can tell me later. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yes, yes, do that one for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm called Miggy. Make sure you uh, give me them them deets. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, Stan, thank you for coming back. I'm glad we didn't Absolutely. scare you away. I'm sorry, what was that? I'm glad we didn't scare you away. No, not at all. <laughs> no, yeah, you guys were very kind so far. We'll see after today. Maybe I won't be back after today. We'll see. I don't I don't know what questions you two have like colluded on yet. Oh, there's collusion happening. 
(laughs) (laughs) Brother, sister on the line. I'm just saying, you know, how could there not be collusion? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you know, um, with our first episode, you left us wondering about your amazingly interesting life. Mm. <laughs> you're scaring him now she's like leading up like Whoa, no i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> yeah. you know the build up you got to put 10 on too <laughs> i'm just kidding you are really cool actually in my eyes i think that you are really interesting and i'm super excited to find out more about you i think one of the things that kind of um stood out to me was the uh the monogamish right you said yes. that mm-hmm. okay yeah. Well, I wonder because, um, like, what does that mean? Like, is that, is that an okay place to start? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess for me that, that that's been like a huge change. Like just really recently, I, if you asked me six months ago, I would have said, not only am I not monogamous, but I don't believe anyone on the planet is, and everyone's just lying. That's what I would have told you. Really? <laughs> that doesn't wow. really exist. It's just a delusion that mostly straight people came up with. But, uh, but since then, I've had a change of heart, you know, um, so mostly because I, I fell in love with somebody, you know, and um, he is somebody that like, is a monogamous sort. And just the way he described that to me was just really super hot for the first time. Like, Can so you- I kind of, adjusted, <laughs> you know, I, I, I could, you know, but I'm not, you know, I could be persuaded either way. So it's not. Um, in my relationship currently, if that person wanted to be with somebody else, that wouldn't destroy me in any way. But it's also like, I'm I'm starting to have different feelings about it than I used to. Okay. Stan. Yes. Okay. So we have, so first thing, like we want to find a name for that person. And, uh, and so think about that because we're going to be talking about this person a lot. It sounds like you're starting to fall in love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so let's let's find a name for him. And then also like when you talk about monogamish and that like it sounds like this person is wanting to like have a more of a monogamous relationship and it's something that you haven't felt like you could do before. It wasn't something I felt like I wanted before or um, it would be satisfying to me before. I see. Um, um, so he hasn't like asked that of me yet. So he's not, it's not like, you know, he hasn't said, it's not like a contractual thing. It's just like, as we move down this road together, like he thinks if we're like really meant to be together, that would be something that would just kind of naturally happen between us. Mm. Yeah. And you are starting to feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, even in my head, I've started to play these little scenarios of like, Oh, what would it be like if we had a threesome? And I'm like, well, Oh, how would that work? Having a third person come in the bedroom? Like, like, it would be like, no, like get out. (laughs) (laughs) There's not room for you here. Like, you know, um, well, okay. Let's back up a a lot because there's so much that we want to catch up on. And so was this the kind of like, so, so you were married before. Yes. um, And how, for how many years remind us about 25. Okay. Like, was that something that was part of your relationship before? Uh, no. Like, um, no. No. I mean, we had a traditional relationship. I was not, I was not a faithful husband, though. Mm. So 
you know, for big like stretch- relationships. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I went back to the whole monogamy is bullshit, you know, kind of thing. Cause for me, it was like, it, that, that's not how it was, you know? Um, yeah. So then she didn't know that you were fooling around. No, I, I really thought that there was an understanding, like a kind of a don't ask, don't tell policy. I just thought I had taken it way too far. And that's the part she didn't know. So when I, I finally brought that up, like I felt there was just, it was just kind of a lot of, it was just building to a point and I felt there, there was a lot of tension going on. And so I, I felt like I needed to finally broach that subject. And uh, when I said it, like, no, she had no idea. Mm. How, did, was, how did it come it up? It surprised me. Um, well, um, there were, yeah, just this growing tension. Um, I, I kind of got the impression that she was hurting in some way. And I, um, I just felt like it had to, you know, even though I felt like there was, it was this like, don't ask, don't tell policy. It was okay. As long as I didn't say it, I felt like, okay, I have to say it. Even though I was getting mixed messages about like, don't say it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of came out one day. Um, I just kind of blurted out, like, I mean, it wasn't the most tactful thing. Actually, I looked up the night before online, like how to tell your wife you've been sleeping with men. <laughs> you know? I did like did my Google search, but Google. <laughs> nothing the Google helped. People, the Google. Nothing helped. I didn't really pay any attention to it. I mean, I just was like, kind of like, oh, one day I was like, well, you, you know, I've been with men, right? And then that was like, oh, wow, no. And, um, and then once I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Share how, like, how did that, how did she react to that? I'm scared. If you don't want to, that's fine because that's her, you know, but. Yeah. I, I think, you know, as you would expect, I mean, as most women would expect, it was just, it was, it was really difficult. And, um, you know, um, it was, it was very surreal and very difficult. Yeah. For, for many days. And it still is, it still is difficult. Um, cause it's complicated. This is somebody I share life with that I love. And, uh, you know, I betrayed in so many ways. Um, but at some point I had to stop betraying her And you know, so it was, um, and yourself, right? Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I, I, I kind of took it for a long time that it didn't matter that I was gay. You know, it just, it didn't, you know, uh, I kind of look at like a lot of relationships that aren't super, you know, uh, they get kind of stagnant i guess you know i look around at other couples and i'd be like well what we have isn't really any different than, than our neighbors or this couple over here it's kind of like you know once you've passed that initial year of being in love it always it all kind of settles down to the same thing at a certain point and so i just kind of like lied to myself i think a lot that um i didn't need what i have right now um and that you know uh yeah. So it wasn't until I said those words that it got out of me that I started to realize what I had done and what I was missing and who I really was. And it just all started to kind of just flow out. So mm-hmm. to the point that only a few months later, I, I went through my phase. I went out there, I dated, I did everything I wanted to. And then it was just, you know, pretty quickly fell into a relationship with, with a man mm-hmm. that I wasn't, I wasn't looking for and I wasn't expecting. And, you know, um, it just, you know, just happened. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, gosh, there are a couple things here, Stan. Uh, how long has it been since you met this person? Uh, I think it was maybe the very beginning of November. Okay, so pretty recently. Mm-hmm. 
And you described your current relationship status as you, or we did, as you recently uh, uh, deleted your grinder. So yeah. for those at home that don't know what grinder is, what is that? It's like kind of the uh, premier gay dating hookup site. You know, it's kind of what most gay men use to find other gay men. Mm. Um, in my experience, at least where we live, for sure. Sister, have you heard of this app before? Um, I have, but since I'm not a gay man, I've never used it. <laughs> I don't know like what it entails. Like, um, is it just like a swipe left? I want to like hook up or is it like a, like a, Ooh, look at this profile, double tap it. I like it. What, what is it? Stan, tell us what it's like. It's usually, if you see a profile you like, you'd send that person a message. Um, you can send messages off top then. What's that? You could send messages off top. Like, yes, you can send a message to anybody you want. Um, that's different than other uh, dating apps. I feel like with, um, I think heterosexual ones are sometimes they want to be like, the, you have to book match first. Yeah. You have to match. Yeah. First, and then, so you're saying you don't have to match. You could just send a message right away. You like somebody. I like your picture. I'm going to send you a message right away. Yeah. So it's kind of a big mismatch of what everyone's on there for. Some people really are just looking for friends or just a casual hookup or actual relationships or all of the above. And I mean, it's a, it's a big catch-all of all different kinds of there's, you know, just, you know, like cisgendered people, there's trans men, there's even for, for whatever reason, I don't understand women appear on that site sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what they're there for. Gonna but they're the, they're gonna they're there. <laughs> oh, mama's going to be on Grindr soon. <laughs> on Grindr soon, trying to find um, a nice gay man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, so, so let's yeah, be honest like, though. Let's be honest, Dan. Like, yeah. are people really looking for friends on Grindr? I was, I was, I was, I was looking for both and I found friends and I found, I found hookups and I found, you know, a relationship. I found all the things I, I wanted. So, okay. um, but I mean, yeah, most likely if you're looking for a friend, are you also kind of maybe, I don't know if it's ever just purely friends. Cause it's like I said, I like, I'm looking for friends, but I'm also looking for friends that I think are cute and that I want to flirt with. <laughs> so. I, I like to fuck my friends. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't a slippery know. slope. I don't. I don't think I've. Ha I don't think I have a gay friend that I have not had some sort of contact with. You know. <laughs> <laughs> not right, Uncle Mickey. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wonder though. Um, how how did you guys meet? Did you guys meet through an app or um? Yeah, through Grinder. Oh, oh, Stan is like giving me the nod. Like, go ahead, tell the story, Uncle Miggy. I'll tell the story. <laughs> um, and this is why I was uh, not believing completely that people are looking for just friends. Okay. But uh, Stan and I met on a different gay dating app called Scruff. Okay. And I think the difference for me in those two uh, apps is that Scruff feels like it's not as sex forward as Grinder, And... Uh, and I was looking for cute friends, just like Stan, uh, and not necessarily looking to hook up right away. And so when we met, Stan and I, like Stan invited me to go on a run. And I was like, okay, like I'll go on a run. And then, uh, and that's how we met. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Stan, would you agree that um, Scruff isn't as sexually motivated? Um, I didn't necessarily notice there just in our area, there was less people on that app. Um, someone just suggested it to me. So I was on there. Um, I don't think I really connected with too many people through that app besides uncle Miggy. I mean, most people I've connected with were definitely through grinder. 
Ooh, that's another good question. Um, how many uh, people do you think that you have met through these apps? I'm so curious. Um, I only went on there for the first time, you know, six, seven months ago, and I'm already off. So I had a kind of a short period. Again, we don't live in a huge area, so there's not a huge amount of people on there. But I, you know, sometimes traveled out of town. I, I didn't really keep a score sheet. Uh-huh. But it, was, it was a fair, it was a fair number. At the beginning, I was like going out probably like, you know, like three, three dates a week for a while Ooh. with different people. Busy. Hot. Fire yeah. emoji. <laughs> so, sister, another thing that's interesting about Grinder and Scruff is that it shows you the distance of where you're, uh, like how close you are to people. And so it can actually be kind of creepy sometimes. It might be like, this person's 50 feet away from you. And it might be like your neighbor or something. Yeah, and, I was thinking like with yeah. you, um, when you lived in the Bay, uh, you're probably walking down the street, right? And then somebody at the bus stop right next to you or something is- Oh, the- yeah. Really? It- it was blowing up all the time. Woo! <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it, it, it was a big distraction for me. Uh, and but it also allowed me to meet uh, some nice people like Stan. I really I really think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that was a lot of apps. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's keep it. Let's keep it moving. I, um, Stan, you have some things that are going on in your life that are, um, that we could learn from. And I think one of them, uh, that happened more recently is that you introduced your boyfriend to your wife and we want yes. to talk a little bit mm-hmm. about that. Is that okay? Yes. All right. Um, can you just tell us how, how it went and like how you got these two people that you love together and, like, and, and what, what it felt like? Um, I think going into it, I, you know, it was, you know, I had seen this person for a while, you know, I talked to my wife about him for, you know, quite a while. So she knew a lot about him. Um, and it was just trying to figure out like, what was the best way to meet? Like, it seemed like meeting, meeting for dinner was just like too much, like committing to like two hours together. was like a lot, you know, or, um, so we finally decided just to, you know, meet for drinks one day. So I kind of went into it, you know, I, I can be kind of avoidant. So I was like, oh, this is, oh, we're just meeting, no big deal. But when that time actually came, it was like, oh, this is, this is a big thing, you know? And I could see it on his face. Like he was really nervous, you know, um, not only the kind of reaction he was going to get. Um, she was obviously very nervous. Um, I knew they would like each other. You know, it's like, you know, I, I like both of them individually. And, you know, so it's, I, I know the kind of people I like. I know they would like each other. And they did. And it was great, but it was emotional. Um, you know, I tried to keep it light, but both of them didn't want to keep it light. And they kept going, you know, to the heart of the matter. Um, so, you know, I was, I was kind of um, uh, probably more nervous at a certain point than both of them. But it went really well. Um, I think after the fact, it was really kind of, it sunk in more for her. How It made it more difficult because there was that realization of like, that it wasn't just, I wasn't just in this for sex. You know, she saw that I was, I had something different emotionally with this person than I did maybe quite entirely have with her. And so that was like hurtful again, um, um, or just, you know, sadness, you know, I guess um, would come up again. And and for me too, you know, hearing her, that, hearing that from her. Um, but it, it was good because, you know, he is part of my life. They're going to, I'm glad they, I'm glad they do like each other. It makes it obviously much, much better for everybody. Um, and so I think we just always come in these little loops. We talk about it. It's like, yeah, we could, she could get pissed off at me and 
do what most women would do in that situation. But in the end, that's not going to be good for her, you know, to be a bitter, angry person and hate me. It's not, you know, what's done is done. And how do we move on from here? So there's a lot of emotions that always go on and we go in these circles, but it always comes back to that same place of like, we do love each other. We have a life together. How are we going to figure this out? Um, the best that we can. I see so many questions swirling around in my sister's head. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know where to start. <laughs> Emotions, honestly, like my heart, it is throbbing for you right now, Stan. Mm. Like um, to think about uh, being your in your wife's position and uh, meeting this man that you are in love with, like how you mentioned, you know, how that hurtful, that definitely kind of like um, that's one of the first things that I thought of was, um, I don't know, like, because me, uh, me and my husband, we fuck around. Right. But it's a whole different thing to like, love somebody. Right. Like when, like you said, like, it's not just sex anymore. And it kind of, um, for me, uh, sex is no big deal. And, you know, you can have sex with anybody, but it's like, once you love someone, then man, that's really deep. And, uh, for your wife to be open to that, man, I just, I, I, I admire her so much and to stick with you through this journey, like, um, of discovering who you are in a very healthy manner. Like I am giving her like a big old round, the both of you guys, a big old round of applause for doing something that's so uncomfortable because there's a lot of people who would just throw in the towel and be like, ah, this is too hard. I don't want to figure it out. Like, you know, but you guys are figuring it out together, no matter the circles that you run in, because I find myself running in circles sometimes too, right? We fuck around. There's things that like we run in circles about, but it always comes down to this point where it's like, well, this is what's going to make us happy, right? Like this is what's making us happy and that's what's important. And so it's just like a whole bunch of emotions. And I told you, um, like I said, my heart throbs for you guys. Like literally it's like, boom, boom boom, right now. It's, it's, it's a precious love story. Like I'm all about, uh, cochina and wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I am a balance of cochina and wholesome. Do you understand cochina or? Me, no. He's okay. looking at you. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so like a, like a nasty girl, right? Like a, like a hoe or whatever, like not necessarily like a hoe. That's a different word, but still like, uh, like so I like to think that I'm a balance of this, you know, and um, it seems like you're finding that balance in your life too, where it's like wholesome, but then it's also like you are, you are waving this freak flag of yours and you are not letting anybody stop you. And I, it's so beautiful. I'm here for it. I can't wait. Also, um, your wife, bro, she sounds amazing. Are we ever going to meet her? Like, Will she ever pop her head in? Like, does she like the podcast? Is like, how does she feel about that? I have not said it this part to her yet. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> like about the podcast, like you haven't. Yes. No. Omg, is it because you know she's going to be your number one supporter or what? <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, again, it's so so new and so raw. I mean, just even bringing up the idea that I was talking to other. I mean, you know, we obviously talked to other people about it, um, but I, th I think she'd be really concerned about like what I was saying or how I was saying it. Um, and hopefully whatever I'm saying is nothing that, you know, I haven't said directly to her and that is not, you know, that we haven't already talked about. Um, but, um, yeah, it just felt like a little bit too, um, 
you know, like it just didn't feel quite the right time to bring it up yet. Hmm. Well, uh, it's just episode two, so we're still really early on. Yeah. And or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the second time that we're talking with with Stan, the gay man. And uh, but I will have so, to because that was part of my whole thing was like to live a life without secrets. Yes, that's what <laughs> I don't want to be a secret. It just felt like, OK, I, I don't it, it's not, you know, but I, I just didn't know how to bring it up yet. So mm-hmm. I'm still figuring that out. That's something that we unpacked with Jessica last week was uh, mm-hmm. the idea of uh, um, being honest and consensual non-monogamy is the context of what we were talking about. Uh, and I think that you're on this journey, Stan, uh, with your the people that you love. And honesty feels like part of that. And so uh, whenever it feels like the right time to share uh, with the people that you're uh, in love with, that you're sharing some of these things on a podcast, like that feels consensual to us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, but we don't um, want to push you into that and if the time doesn't feel right right because it's it's your decision mm-hmm. how long did it take you to um finally tell her um after all those unfaithful years or I, it could be months i don't know your life but you guys were married for 25 years like yeah. how long were you like um like not being truthful um well it's kind of hard hard to question to answer because there was a lot of things you know um you know, said, or, you know, like that would have, um, uh, so again, my, my, my cheating definitely escalated towards the end. Um, you know, there was long stretches where I I wasn't, you know, and it was always just out of town, very casual, anonymous, you know, fairly safe interactions I had with men, um, through the years. Um, but, uh, now I'm getting myself all flustered and confused here. <laughs> you are. You're you're getting me flustered. I'm like kind of blushing right now because like, I know that was like, kind of hot. I'm like casual encounter. Oh, sister, <laughs> like okay, so there's a balancing act here because like I'm like ooh, favorite flavor, and also like I'm not there anymore, right? And so yeah, uh, and so I'm I'm feeling what Stan is talking about, and then also in a different place where that's not really something that I want to get mixed into, you know. And so I think that that's what Stan is starting to discover himself. Um, well, uh, let's talk about Valentine's Day because that's coming up soon and you have two people in your life that you may want to spend it with. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Yeah, well, uh, me and my wife, we already been out to dinner and celebrated for celebrated, you know, and had a great time. Um, and then for Valentine's itself, I'm just going to, she's doing her own thing and I'm hanging out with my, my guy, just a very casual night going out doing some, you know, uh, exercising together, coming back, making, you know, dinner, you know, no, nothing, nothing extravagant, um, just a normal kind of night. I mean, but you're getting a little sweaty together. So that, I mean, I know what, what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think at the very end of the night, we'll probably end up back at his place and, you know, um, yeah, all that's going really good. Continue the workout. Yes. Yes. You know, it's, yeah, we're both, we both complain that we're getting, getting fat. So we got to, you know, watch our, uh, our Valentine's candy intake and, uh, and exercise a bit. Oh, that sounds really sweet though. I, I love that. Like how you guys seem so comfortable with each other and it's still so new that kind of like, um, to me, like it's 
you know, kind of like reassuring that this is. Yeah, it's like I, I, I apparently maybe Uncle Miggy has seen this. I'm, I'm a person that has no chill. And I met another man that has no chill. And so we came together and we're just, um, you know, going full steam ahead. You guys are not chilling together, huh? <laughs> I can't wait to meet this mystery man. Yes. Ooh, I can't wait to figure out that mystery. So maybe maybe he's Mr. M, Mr. Mr. Mystery. Mr. Mystery. Mr. Mystery. I like that. I was just okay. thinking, I like that. Yeah. I can't wait to hear more about Mr. Mystery, huh? Yes. Well, um, is there anything else that's going on um, that, that you think that might be like, exciting to share with us um, at this point? Um, uh, I guess it's just, yeah, it's a big adjustment to go from like how I used to deal with like, you know, sex to like it being in a relationship with a man, like, um, you know, really, you know, all that, you know, just being gay and there's like so much like, you know, the porn and the hookups and like, I mean, I used to really like, I've, not till recently, like I'm pretty into like the whole like, bathhouses and sex clubs I love this like a, a room full of like 50 men is a great time for me you know and with you know um you know dim lights and music blaring and blasting that was my environment you know this very over the top kind of thing and so to adjust to that to being like with one person in you know in a, in a normal room without like a party going on and without like drugs and you know it, it definitely is this adjustment that i have to kind of like go through to like reconnect in a more like healthy and just normal human way um i just got kind of like sidetracked into it always being this you know uh, almost almost like a drug kind of even when it weren't drugs involved it had that flavor to it just by the 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 atmospheres that i would put myself into um and a lot of that was I think because I had so much like repression, it's like I needed this huge force to get me over that, you know? So it's like that that's where I could really let down in those situations because it was just like forced me to. So now it's just learning to be a little bit more subtle and, um, and it's happening. I can feel it. Like, I mean, I've changed so much in the six, seven months. Like just I've gone through all these stages that I didn't kind of go through that people normally go through in like high school and college and being young adults. It's like, I've just had to go through it like really quickly to catch up. And I'm, I, I see it happening. And so I'm, I'm happy about that, that I can just really connect and get to know one person better and better and over time. That's hot. Thank you. <laughs> Stan's hot. Stan is hot. I want to go <laughs> <running> with Stan. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us tonight, Stan. Uh, we really appreciate you being open and honest to sharing these things. Uh, it, it takes a lot of strength to, uh, you know, like talk about these things. Uh, and we appreciate it so much. Yeah, you guys have a good night. It was good to see you both. Well, that's a wrap for now. Tune in next week for your dose of the love fix. And if any of you lovers out there want to give us the deets on your latest date or tell us something that you enjoyed about today's episode, email us at thelovefix at gmail.com. Remember, that's triple X. Like Auntie Rue says, if we can't love ourselves, then how the hell are we going to love someone else? <laughs>